it's like senioritis, but like mega senioritis, you know? It's like times 12. It's crazy. I hope none of my professors watch this or listen to this. I'm Kevin Christopher Robles. Today, seniors Allie Blatz, Paolo Estrella, and Lena Weidenbrook share their thoughts on losing half of their final year, missing graduation, and what they're doing to cope with self-isolation. This is Retrospect, the official podcast of the Fordham Observer. Joining me now is Allie Blatz. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. So, Allie, you're a senior in your final year at Fordham. How have things been exactly? Things have been a little crazy. Um, Moving back from New York to New Jersey has been quite a transition. Um, However, online classes are going well. I still do my internship remotely. I get to spend a lot of time with my dog, who has become extremely, extremely needy of me and thinks that the pandemic revolves around her and and that she needs 20 walks a day. so that, that's been kind of fun and, you know, having a new relationship with my parents and going on nature walks. So just trying to make the best of a very sticky situation at the moment. Let's rewind back to the beginning of fall 2019. No one knew that any of this was going to happen. And the rest of the year seemed like it was poised to be a relatively normal school year. How have you experienced the change and what are some things that you missed out on and wish sort of that things had gone the way that they were supposed to? Yeah, what's funny is that once we hit the year 2020, I remember saying on that day, New Year's, um, you know, I, I don't know how 2020 could really uh, hit the same caliber as 2019 because that was such an amazing year for me. I, I went abroad and I got my first internship and it was exciting stuff. Um, so then 2020 happened and the first two months were just joyous and awesome. Um, and you know, then March came and things went a little downhill. Um, but I think, yeah, as far as things that, you know, I, I definitely missed out on, I, I miss out on really the biggest thing is my roommates and my suite mates, just having that time cut from people who, you thought you'd get those extra two months with, which seems like such a trivial and small amount of time is is so monumental. And I I really miss them with all my heart, but thankfully we have technologies like Zoom and texting. um, So I'm able to keep in touch with them that way. How's that experience been like socializing over Zoom and social media in a way that we really hadn't until now? Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm actually not, I've never in the past been a huge fan of doing things through technology. I'm the worst texter. Um, I don't know how to use FaceTime. I just learned how to set up a Spotify account like a year ago. It's, and it was with a tremendous amount of help. So I'm definitely not like the millennial that, that this really appeals to. Um, but it actually has been a lot easier of a transition than I thought. And when you're desperate for that type of human connection, you definitely make it happen. <laughs> So let's talk about what you've been up to since the beginning of the quarantine. You mentioned that you've been going on a lot of walks with your dog. What else have you been doing to cope with the rigors of self-isolation? Yeah, so I have also been, my one of my quarantine goals, once I realized that, you know, this was going to be something going on for the long haul, was that I really wanted to write a letter today, a letter a day to someone who I'm grateful for, um, someone I love, um, just to let them know that I'm, I'm still here, still thinking about them. 
it's funny. I've always said that, you know, if there was ever experience where I was like trapped on an island or deserted somewhere, like the one activity I would do is write letters. I just am really a big fan of that. Um, so I've been trying to keep that up and reach out to as many people as possible. Would you recommend that people start doing something that they normally wouldn't do, like writing letters in order to serve help with the mental toll of being inside all day? Yeah, definitely. And I think choosing an activity that doesn't involve technology, because now, you know, we used to have classes which would get us away from technology, you know, sitting in a classroom, interacting and engaging with others. Um, and now we're glued to a screen for, for online classes. You know, for my internship, I'm constantly on the computer doing emails. Um, and in my free time, I like to watch Netflix shows. And one of the reasons I really implemented this whole writing letter thing in place, other than the fact that I just really enjoy it, is because I think it's a, a really great way to get yourself not looking at the screen all the time and to really just get your mind elsewhere. It's super easy to get discombobulated when you don't really get to see anyone except your parents and maybe the neighbors, but you don't really get to interact with them because it's all, everyone is staying away from each other. How do you recommend making sure that you stay social and sane during this period of time? Any way really that you could find a way to connect with people. Obviously for me, that's been through writing letters, that's been through texting, that's been through, um, through FaceTiming. However, it's, I may be in the small minority who believes this, but I have really liked not having all of that interaction. And perhaps it's because I'm a huge introvert and I like to be alone as it is. Um, but it's been kind of nice to not question why I'm in this situation, but to really rediscover relationships. You know, I've really rediscovered this time with my mom. I'm, you know, she's always working and now she's currently unemployed. Um, and my dad will be unemployed by the end of the week. Um, cause he's an essential worker. It's kind of a long story, but yeah. So it's really nice to re- rediscover these relationships that you, you often abandon when you're off socializing at school and doing other things. Um, so I think to just focus on the relationships you have in this moment and not to really wander elsewhere is really important. So let's talk a little bit about the graduation that isn't. Um, Yeah. (laughs) We're both seniors uh, and we're both sort of in this strange place where neither of us gets to have a traditional graduation ceremony. In fact, because of the fact that we're not really spending any time on campus, it's sort of dubious as to whether we're even going to get that in the first place in any form. How are you feeling about the fact that your senior year has almost been robbed from you in a sense in the beginning i I was really super upset and particularly with graduation um you know i understand at the moment that it's postponed uh but realistically once we're all off to grad school and full-time jobs you know having a graduation that's postponed in december during the work week it's really not going to be very feasible and not feasible for our family and friends who would like to join as well so in a sense it, it does feel as though we're robbed of our our senior year however i think you know anyone at any stage of their life right now is either robbed of a job, robbed of a family member, robbed of just a human interaction in general. And so I think just, you know, realizing that this really isn't a personal attack, I don't know if that makes sense, but it feels almost like an attack on you when it's like your senior year, it's your big year, and like it's all been like ripped away from you. But realizing that we're all going through this and all trying to just go with the flow and that you could create your own celebration in your own way. Um, that's what I'm trying to, to look forward to. You know, on May 16th, I'll make a cake for myself. or <laughs> We'll celebrate in some way with balloons and confetti if we could find them. Um, so just creating your own celebration and not depending on the institution to do that for you. Do you have any suggestions for people who are sort of looking to find a way to celebrate their graduation on their own 
at home, sort of without the physical presence of being surrounded by the campus that they spend so much time in and the friends that they spend so much time with. Yeah, well, I know that I actually yesterday I just had two virtual birthday parties and I was like, I don't know how this is going to (laughs) work. And for my my one friend, um, she's currently living in New York um, with kind of a host family, if you will. And uh, she had a birthday cake all set up. She had all her friends on Zoom and we all sang. And it sounded it sounded quite interesting because I don't know if you've ever heard 30 people singing happy birthday on a Zoom call, but it tends to echo and blend and things overlap. Um, but it was nice to just like put that effort in, if that makes sense. I think if you put an effort into celebrating and an effort into acknowledging your accomplishments, even if it doesn't turn out into this, you know, nothing's going to be as beautiful as walking down the aisle and accepting your certificate from like Father McShane and, you know, making it this beautiful thing. But um just putting in the effort and recognizing that you got this far and that you've survived senior year during a pandemic, um, that in and of itself is so significant. Besides that, do you have any final thoughts or anything like that? Yeah, I would say to definitely just let yourself feel pain and grief if that that's what's there. Um, I think often we're taught to just repress everything if it's there, repress the pain, repress the grief, repress the frustration, um, but really let yourself feel it. And that doesn't mean that you have to necessarily act down on it. Um, I think balancing that acknowledgement with also a feeling of gratitude, um, you know, knowing that we're all going through a very difficult time, but that there are things, if you're mindful in your daily life, that you could, you could recognize and be thankful for. I think that's really important, that balance of acknowledgement and gratitude. Ali, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. <laughs> Joining me now is Paolo Estrella. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Kevin. Thanks for having me. So, Paolo, how have you been dealing with the pandemic so far? Um, well, for me, it is day 36 of the pandemic, or of quarantine, should I say. I've been trying to keep myself busy by playing Animal Crossing, going on TikTok. My sleep schedule is destroyed. My motivation is gone. And the only thing that matters to me is my rank in League of Legends. So it does sound like you've at least been keeping busy during this pandemic. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've been keeping busy, but I've been doing everything but school. So, so yeah, like on any given day, you can find me waking up at 2 p.m., eating lunch, and then like going on TikTok, making music, playing video games, whatever it may be. It's like senioritis, but like mega senioritis, you know? It's like times 12. It's crazy. I hope none of my professors watch this or listen to this. Obviously, this has been a really emotionally fraught time for a lot of people. Everyone has been coping with it in different ways. It sort of sounds like you've been throwing yourself into things that you maybe didn't have time for beforehand, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, that's definitely kind of the angle that I've been looking at this quarantine. It's, you know, we've been giving a blessing of time. Um, I've been doing so many things that I wouldn't I've been doing otherwise at school just because I was busy with, you know, a billion things. Um, so I'm really excited to do things that I find enjoyment in, things I'm passionate about. On the other hand, it's also been really tough because this is our last year, but we don't get to spend it on our campus with our friends. And a lot of people have sort of been struggling with that. How have you been coping with this sort of social isolation that's been imposed on us? Yeah, uh, definitely really tough. Like the other day I saw Fordham on their Instagram post, like a picture of the plaza. And I was like, 
wow. Like I, that I could have seen that for the last time and it would have been the most amazing thing to experience. Like being outside on the plaza with all my friends. Um, and it's just, uh, it's just gone. It's just taken away. Like I, I was really so excited for the spring. Um, weather wise, like I was excited to explore the city. Um, especially because it was my first year living on campus. Like I was so excited to experience the city fully. Um, but it was just like taken away. Um, I've been trying to stay connected to all my friends um, and even reconnect with friends that I uh, didn't really talk to uh, because of, you know, the busy schedule. Um, but it's still tough, you know, uh, that face-to-face, like actual face-to-face interaction was really valuable to me. So it sucks a lot. <laughs> what would you say that you're missing the most about the fact that you're not getting to experience senior year the way you were supposed to originally? Well, the first thing that comes to mind is senior week. For, you know, half the year I was on the senior week committee. Um, so planning it was pretty exciting. Um, this semester I stepped away from the committee, but I was really excited to experience senior week from the perspective of a senior, um, which was actually like one of the biggest reasons why I left. Um, like last year I was able to experience it with uh, class of 2019, um, but I was like so, so excited to experience it with my peers and I also am pretty disappointed that um, I don't get to finish out the year with the freshmen that I was the RA for. Shout out to all of them if they're listening. Shout out Floor 16. I felt like we were really just starting to truly build a community and become very close to each other. Um, so sadly, that was taken away too. I mean, there are just so many aspects I can talk about, like Ramsey's records. Um, I was so excited to do things on campus and promote artists on campus. Um, I mean, we've been doing things at home, but that face-to-face interaction is was taken away. So, you know, that was really exciting, but now we can't do that. So let's talk a little bit about Ramsey's record since you brought it up. Yeah, sure. You are the co-president and co-founder of Ramsey's Records, along with Jordan Meltzer. How has that been operating ever since the beginning of this whole pandemic? Well, it's, it's pretty interesting because we kind of functioned remotely, quote unquote, as is. Like a lot of what we did was digital from our marketing to uh, like interacting with our, uh, I guess, staff members, you can call them. But we, you know, we figured, we figured out ways to uh, work with it like <clears throat> we just finished our live at home series which was a series of instagram lives featuring fordham artists so it it's felt relatively the same we just are missing out on um like large meetings that we would have occasionally or you know actually being physically present with the artists and seeing them perform live stuff like that has there been any significant change then in the way that you've worked with your artists or the way that you've managed the record label since then? Uh, no, not necessarily, actually. Um, it's been fairly business as usual. Um, we're very lucky to be able to connect with our artists remotely. Yeah, we're just missing that face-to-face interaction that we would have with them occasionally, but it wasn't really that often, so it's it's uh it works out it works out pretty well so if people wanted to they could still get in contact with ramsey's records if any if there were any musicians out there who wanted to 
be represented by you guys, they would still be open to reach out. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think now more than ever, Ramsey's record is ramping up even more. Um, like we have a lot of releases coming out in the next coming weeks. Um, we have Cheska Mack and Chris Parkin coming out with music. Um, well, this is actually like retrospect exclusive. Uh, we, we just named our new co-presidents. So they will be announced shortly. It's, uh, it's really exciting to see where it's going to go. So let's talk about graduation. That's something that both of us as seniors are not going to be able to get to participate in. Technically right now, it's only been postponed, but given how people are saying that the pandemic isn't really going to stop until very late this year, it doesn't seem as if graduation is really going to happen in a timely manner for us, if it happens at all. How do you think that affects us as students? And how do you think that affects the Fordham community at large, that this whole school year, this whole class, the class of 2020, the visionary class, doesn't get to experience their graduation? Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a great question. Definitely one that I've really been thinking about for the past month. Um, it, it really is what's the word I want to use? Like degrading, not really debilitating kind of, uh, discombobulating, discombobulating. Sure. Disorienting. Uh, I don't know. It's just something that we were really expecting for the past four years, something we were so excited for, so eager for, um, one final moment with our class to really celebrate all of our achievements. Like today I saw an email that was like, uh, submit a photo that we can like, and we can show, during our online commencement. And I was like, sure, but also that sucks. <laughs> like, I don't want my photo to be on a PowerPoint slide. Like, I don't want, I don't want my four years at Fordham to be summed up by a PowerPoint slide. Like that sucks. <laughs> it sucks so bad. Um, yeah, it, it, uh, it didn't, it's like, hasn't really hit me, you know? Like, I feel like, I don't know. Like, I just feel like there's still some kind of chance that we're all going to gather again. But it's it's really tough to say right now. Um, yeah. Damn. <laughs> kind of hit me. I was just like, shoot. <laughs> sort of jumping off of that, obviously a lot of people, including the both of us, have had to reckon emotionally with this with the fact that we've sort of lost our senior year lost our final year in college how do you think people can help cope with that do you think there are ways that people can reach out to each other and sort of have their own graduation celebration and find ways to find community on their own I mean, I definitely love how crafty people have been. Like I saw in LC Sinners, they were like, we're going to have a Minecraft graduation. I think that's hilarious. Um, you know, a lot of people were like, oh, let's do an Animal Crossing graduation. So I think those are like really fun ways to create community among your class. I think Senior Week itself is actually doing some pretty good things. Like they're uh, creating programming specifically for seniors uh, virtually. It, it really just is so tough though. Like you can't, those things just can't replace being with someone physically. But, you know, I found that there, there have, there have been so many ways like 
on Instagram. People have been doing all these trends to keep in touch and, you know, remind each other of good times over the past four years. So there have been ways that I've seen, but, you know, nothing like the real thing. Do you have anything that you'd like to say to the other members of the class of 2020 that aren't feeling so great right now? I love y'all. <laughs> I miss y'all. Um, I'm feeling so great. You know, I think there is some solace in the fact that it is globally this is happening. Like, it's not just Fordham. It's not just New York City. It's not just the U.S. It's like everybody. And it's not just college students. It's high school students, too. And even grad students. It's a we just <laughs> we just didn't get the the luck of the draw here, you know, um, but there is kind of some comfort in that the fact that it is everyone i mean me personally i I'd be more than willing to be there for a fellow member of my class because we are all a ramily <laughs> Kevin didn't like that one, but that's okay. please keep that in, Kevin, please. <laughs> Yeah, fine. I'll I'll keep it in. Yes. Yes. So, Paolo, do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to share? You know, we in a recession right now, but I still believe that we still going to get jobs, you know? We going to get that money, we going to get paid. You know, we out here. But, you know what? You know what? Here's 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 my final thoughts for the class of 2020. Just imagine, right? You're applying for jobs. I don't know why my mind went to jobs, but this is where we're at. You're applying for jobs, right? An employer sees your resume and sees class of 2020. Holy shit. Sorry. Holy crap. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, uh, that's the quarantine class. That's, that's the class of COVID. We got to hire this person. They are resilient. Okay. They are strong. They are brave. Okay. I bet this person didn't even have a graduation. That must've sucked. I bet they're qualified as hell too. Looks at your resume. Damn, that's a dope resume. Let's get them for an interview. That's what I imagine for every single person in the class of 2020. That's going to happen. I believe it. I believe it so strongly. My second message, we will meet again. We will see each other again. All together. I don't know when, but it's going to happen. And I think that moment will be so amazing because it's just going to like hit all of us at the same time. We're going to be like, holy crap, we're all together again. How amazing. Paolo, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you so much for having me, Kevin. It's a pleasure as always. Joining me now is Lena Weidenbrook, sports and health editor. Thanks for joining us. Oh, glad to be here. Thanks for having me. So, Lena, how have you been dealing with the quarantine? Similar to how most college seniors or honestly anybody that has had to go home is um, doing my online classes and then not doing a whole much else. <laughs> but, you know, I'm, I'm feeling good, trying to stay positive. Have you been doing anything in particular to stave off the boredom? Well, I actually was sick. So I was not going out for a while. 
Um, I'm telling myself every day that I'm going to start going outside for walks and I'm going to try and start that today. <laughs> but otherwise, as you and I have talked about a little bit, I've been playing lots of Animal Crossing and still just procrastinating to no end. So pretty, pretty much my normal, my normal college life, but a little, a little less movement. <laughs> it does seem like a lot of people are playing Animal Crossing these days yeah they are i mean i remember i had that either for even the gamecube or the wii like however many many years ago that was and then i feel like once this all went down and everyone was at home it just like came out of nowhere and picked back up so i only have it on my phone now but i am spending far too much time doing that in and out of class like i will admit it's pretty easy to pull it up on on the phone <laughs> at all times. So I wanted to ask you, actually, since you're part of the sports and health team, what are some ways you think that people can sort of stay active and stay fit during a situation where they can't really go outside? I would say, at least for me, where I am outside of Boston, we can still go for walks as long as you're obviously social distancing and just if you're going out with anyone it's just your family who you're living with so I think that again I just get started on doing those but I think going outside and yeah even just when I wasn't going out anywhere except for my staying at home just going outside and just like breathing in the fresh air I think when you haven't been out in so long it's like you don't realize how much of an effect it can have on you. So I think just even just getting out in your yard, if you're one of those people that is doing those online YouTube, Instagram live workouts, if it's nice out, take it outside. I mean, those are you can do in your room too, if you're into that. But I think we talked about this in one of our articles, um, like the mental health side of things is equally as important. So I think these are some things I'm on this train right now. I'm just telling myself I'm going to start doing things and then just pushing it off because it feels like we have forever to get started. But I think if you meditate, that's probably a great thing to do right now to get started with if you don't, um, to kind of take your mind off of everything that's happening in the world. But yeah, I think I th- in whatever radius you can leave your house, I think walking just eat or sitting outside doing your work outside is beneficial because it's change of scenery it gets it's old inside pretty fast would you have any recommendations for specifically students who are trapped in urban spaces i know there are a lot of students right now who rented out apartments in new york city and are still staying there um do you have any specific advice for people who may not have the option to go outside I will say the one positive thing I think that we all have going for us is that, I mean, it isn't the best time to be stuck inside, but it is warming up outside and the weather is getting nicer. So I think if you have the luxury of windows, I mean, I hope everyone has at least one window, no matter how small their apartment is. (laughs) Oh, getting your windows open um, sounds like a small thing, but even I was doing that here when I was kind of sick in bed. And it just made like a huge difference to have like that. I mean, city air is a little different than the nature small town air, but like just getting that in and circulating inside your apartment 
I think is positive. I don't know. It sounds small. If you're trying to stay active, I can't list them all the top of my head right now, but there are so many kind of Instagram live or like even Zoom, I think, um, like workout or yoga, mindfulness, like meetings that people are hosting. A lot of them that are usually, I think, quite expensive, like going at it for free right now. That's something I'm going to try and take advantage of once school is over. Um, that's what I'm telling myself. That's my kind of like, okay, when I have more time, I'll start doing those things. I would be remiss if I didn't mention that the last time you were on Retrospect, you gave us our very first cooking segment where you gave us some food and recipe suggestions for people who were living in dorms. Do you have any specific suggestions on that front for people who are staying at home? You know what I actually will say? Um, the recipe that we did when I was on Retrospect was was that last spring, I think? Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Jeff was yeah, still... Yeah, Jeff Umbrell, uh, my former co-host, was still on the show at that point. I believe it was one of his last episodes. Yeah, so last spring. I would say that banana pancake recipe with just, um, I believe, a banana and two eggs... I mean, that's something that could come in very handy right now, I would say, with the uncertainty of what you're going to be able to find at the grocery store. Hopefully, those type of essentials are still the things that we can get our hands on. At least I know I have both of both bananas and eggs in my refrigerator and kitchen right now. Um, so simple things like that. I don't know any off the top of my head, but I've actually seen, I think it's some TikToks about these websites that you can go on and kind of type in everything that you have or a few things that you have in your cupboards or your refrigerator and it'll tell you um, a couple ideas of what you can make with that which I think is kind of fun I mean I haven't been doing as much cooking as I thought I was going to be doing <laughs> when I left I was like oh I'm going to make this 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 and this and it just hasn't happened it's one of those things that I am also saying once I'm done with school and I have more time throughout the day then you will find me in the kitchen making all kinds of things. But we all turn, there's some type of food, comfort food that we all turn to at this time. And I think that's important. Just striking a balance, I think, for me right now, while I'm still focusing on finishing school, is the key. Nina, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thanks for having me. Now, a good thing that brought me joy today broke up my regular routine. So I'm glad to have been here. This has been Retrospect. I'm Kevin Christopher Robles. See you next time.